Welcome to the Word of Life Bible Study Podcast, a work of the Southwest Church of Christ in Austin, Texas. We invite you to open your Bibles and follow along with us as we study God's Word together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Word of Life Bible Study Podcast. My name is Cody Westbrook. I'm the preacher for the Southwest Church of Christ in Austin, Texas, and it is a joy to be able to take a few moments to study God's Word together with you. As you know, we have spent the last several of our episodes working through the book of 1 John, looking at a book that is all about Christian confidence. We want to take just a small break from our study of 1 John for this episode, however, and in light of the fact that the Thanksgiving holiday is upon us in the next few days, we want to talk a little bit about the importance of being thankful. Someone has said, show me a person who is thankful and I'll show you a person who is faithful. I heard that statement mentioned at a lectureship some years back and that statement really caught my attention. Americans on the whole are the most materially blessed people in the world. And this can certainly be a good thing for God's people if we use the blessings that God has provided to us in a responsible and in a godly way. See Luke chapter 16 verses 1 to 13 on that note. But here's the problem. Far too often our material blessings become a stumbling block. Maybe you've wondered why it's the case that so many Christians seem to struggle with being faithful to God. Often we think about things like peer pressure, we think about the busyness of life, but have you ever considered that perhaps the reason why so many struggle to be faithful is just because we struggle to be thankful? Think about these passages just for a moment. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 through 9, the Apostle Paul describes those who are false and those who are wicked. And here's what Paul said. He said, they have a form of godliness, but deny its power. They resist the truth and have corrupt minds. And then listen to this. He says, they are also unthankful. Another passage, Romans 1.21, describes the intentionally godless as those who know God exists, but choose not to glorify him or thank him. And in Psalm 106, the psalmist recalls the sin of Israel by noting they did not remember the multitude of God's mercies, but rebelled by the sea, by the Red Sea. Now think about those three passages just for a moment and notice what the Bible is connecting. In these three passages, the Bible is connecting ingratitude with unfaithfulness and wickedness. I'll say that again. The Bible is connecting ingratitude with unfaithfulness and wickedness. And I would suggest to you that if you were to take the sum total of the Bible's teaching on ingratitude, it would suggest that a refusal to acknowledge and thank God for everything He has done and continues to do constitutes rebellion. Let me say that again. If you were to sit back and look at all of the passages in the Bible on being thankful and those who are characterized as unthankful. What you will find is that a refusal to acknowledge and thank God constitutes rebellion. Whereas in contrast, 
the Scripture presents thanksgiving as an attitude of faithfulness. Consider the inverse of the the opposite of all of the examples that we just mentioned in those three passages. If the wicked resist the truth with corrupt minds and refuse to give thanks, then the righteous embrace the truth with pure minds and constantly give thanks. In Romans 1.21, those who love the Lord choose to glorify Him and thank Him for everything that He provides, as opposed to refusing to acknowledge and thank and glorify Him. And then, unlike Israel of old, faithful followers of God are mindful of Him always and are in the habit of thanking Him. Listen to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. As Paul describes the sons of the light and the sons of the day in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, here's what he says. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, Give thanks in everything, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Often we sit and we scratch our heads and we wonder, what is God's will? What does God want me to do? Sometimes we ask the question, what is God's will for my life? That's an interesting study in and of itself. But for our purposes in this episode, just think about this one passage. What does God really want? God wants for me to be thankful, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. We have made it a practice lately in our family, whenever things are difficult or whenever we become frustrated or something doesn't work out the way that we want, to sit back and think about this passage. In everything, give give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And then ask the question, Am I being thankful right now? And stop to think about all of the reasons why we should be thankful, even though things may not be working out exactly the way that we want them to. See, the Bible tells us that God expects His people to be thankful. And He teaches, and the Bible also teaches, that those who love God will have no problem expressing their gratitude because it naturally springs from a faithful heart. How do we measure faithfulness? Well, we often think about our attendance to worship, Hebrews 10.25, our selfless service, Philippians 2, our prayer, 1 Thessalonians 5.17, and those are all important measurements of faithfulness, no doubt. And there are others. But how often do we consider thanksgiving as a measure of our faithfulness? I want you to turn with me in your Bibles now to the book of Psalms, and I want us to notice in Psalm 103, this is probably one of my favorite Psalms, that the psalmist will overview some reasons for us to bless or to thank the Lord. In Psalm 103, verse 1, first notice that being thankful is commanded. The psalmist says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. And we need to recognize that the the term or the phrase, bless the Lord, O my soul, that that is an imperative. That is, it is a command. You see, blessing or thanking God, glorifying God, is not an option for Christians. It's commanded. And look at all of the reasons why. In Psalm 103, verses 2 to 5, he says, We bless the Lord because of what the Lord has done for us. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Listen to this. Who forgives your iniquities and heals your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. 
who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Why should I bless the Lord? Because he pardons and releases us from our iniquities. Because he heals us. Because he buys us back from destruction. Because he takes us from the pit to the palace and places a crown woven of loving kindness and tender mercy upon our heads. Because he satisfies our needs and because he fulfills all our longings. The psalmist says, our God has done everything for us, and so therefore we thank him. Here's another uh, set of reasons in Psalm 103, verse 6 to 18. He says, we bless the Lord because of how he has dealt with us. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. Psalm 103, verse 6. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel, The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will He keep His anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is His mercy toward those who fear Him. And as far as the east is from the west, so far has He removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame, and he remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like the grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes, for the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him, and his righteousness to his children's children, to such as keep covenant, and to those who remember his commandments to do them. Now there's a lot in those verses. We bless the Lord because of how he has dealt with us. The psalmist tells us, but exactly how has he dealt with us? Well, he tells us first, he has not been underhanded or begrudging toward his people. Rather, he is righteous and he is just. We can always count on our God to be fair and to do what's right and always to have our best interest in mind. He has revealed his will to us. We don't have to guess about who God is or about how he wants us to live our lives All we have to do is open up His Word. He also tells us that He has extended mercy in abundant quantities. He knows our nature, our strengths, and our weaknesses, and He has therefore dealt with us accordingly. His mercy is from everlasting to everlasting to all those who keep His covenant and remember His commandments. He has dealt with us in a way that is is well worth our thanksgiving. Finally, the psalmist tells us we bless or thank the Lord because he reigns forever. Psalm 103, 19 to 22, the psalmist says, the Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, you his angels who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you of his hosts, you ministers of his who do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Countless kings and dignitaries have occupied thrones throughout the world since the creation. Countless armies have done battle and countless empires have arisen and have fallen. You see, eventually every king dies, every army is defeated, and every kingdom falls, but not our God and not his kingdom. 
No army will ever dethrone, dethrone him. No army will ever defeat him because he rules over all. His angels excel in strength and his ministers, ministers do his pleasure and everything praises him. Our God is great and greatly to be praised. Our God reigns forever. So again, I ask the question, how do we measure faithfulness? You show me someone who is thankful, and I'll show you someone who is faithful. As Christians, we recognize that although the Thanksgiving holiday certainly is a good time to gather with family and friends and to reflect on our blessings, we also recognize that it is our responsibility not to express our thanks once a year or even ever so often, but rather that, that thanksgiving is an attitude which should characterize us. It should define who we are. That's God's will for our lives. So as we contemplate on the importance of being thankful, let us do so with that thought in mind, that we are to be thankful every day that we are to express our thanks every day, that it is to define us. And of course, we ought to remember that the thing that we should be most thankful for, Paul captures it in Ephesians 1 verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. We're the wealthiest people in the world, not physically, but spiritually, because Jesus has loved us and washed us in his own blood, Revelation chapter 1 and verse 5. Because we are saved by grace, Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8. Because we are saved through an obedient faith, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 to 10. Because our God loves us and has adopted us into the family, his family as his children, Ephesians 1 verse 5. Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us than that we should be called the children of God, John said in 1 John chapter 3 and verse number 1. It doesn't matter what the circumstance happens to be in life. We have more than enough reason to always be thankful. That's the end of our episode. As always, we appreciate you taking the time to listen, and we hope that these thoughts have been helpful and encouraging to you and will give you strength as you're striving to study God's Word and to better be the person that God would have you to be. Please be sure and keep a lookout for our next episode of the Word of Life Bible Study Podcast. We look forward to being able to open up the Bible and study with you again. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Word of Life Bible Study Podcast. Please visit our website at swcofc.org for more information about the Southwest Church of Christ. And if you're in the Austin area, please come and visit with us. Thank you for listening, and please join us again as we open up our Bibles and study more of the wonderful Word of Life.